When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back, everybody, to the reality TV or hap ups feed slash the Dom and Colin podcast slash wherever you want us to be. Uh, we're in your ears, and that's all that matters here. Uh, very excited to talk some challenge this week with, uh, of course, I am Matt Ligori. I guess let me introduce myself for uh, anybody on the hap ups that is uh, confused as to why I'm opening up the show here. Uh, I am the uh, one of the co-hosts of the Dom and Colin challenge coverage alongside my co-host, which I guess I'll bring in first, which... I, I don't know. We're just flying, you know, flying uh, off the seat of our pants here. Is that the expression? Um, Brian Scally, how are you? Hello. Hello. I'm good. I'm excited to uh, get into these two episodes, maybe one more than the other um, of the challenge this week. And especially excited that we are doing this little crossover. Yes. Uh, and of course, let's bring in the person who belongs on this network and uh, should have been talking this entire time anyway. Uh, Brian Cohen, how are you? No, no, I was already speaking since uh, no one knows who I am or Scally is. We'll, we might as well put us all together. So it's just one giant Brian uh, cacophony all, all speaking together. So that's what you got. I should have just been Brian Ligori for a day. and <laughs> It could have work. worked out. No, this is great. It's, you know, you're really, really talking when we're like three months out from a season. So here we go. We got two seasons going. It's fun to have a little crossover while Ali's away. You know, I figure I bring uh, talk to you guys. Yeah, so. So uh, we haven't talked with uh, the three of us, or I guess, you know, we haven't talked to the four of us and we still aren't talking to the four of us uh, at the present moment. But uh, since the time that we did the must lose draft and uh, that's been pretty close this season. It's been very close. Coming right down to the wire. Going to come down to who wins, which or maybe even who finishes second or something. So it could be a, a very close finish for us. Yeah, it's been uh, been very close. This season has been uh pretty up and down for uh for the most part way to describe it yeah um and uh and now we're here we're, we're like at the finish line so we're about to see who's going to take this thing home who's going to go home right before the final which uh you know big plot twist at the end of this episode here so lots to talk mm-hmm. about yes the night of eliminations oh man yes uh, what, brian what brian uh on your own feed here do you have any uh thoughts about last week's uh anything at all since uh you guys uh, had the, the week off no, I mean, I think we basically recapped episode 16 two weeks before that, because that's where Big T should have went home and she just went home again. So they basically just redid the episode, which worked out timing wise perfectly since we didn't really miss anything. So Big T uh, was limited episode 14, limited episode 16. And here we are. Could have been uh, combined those into one or just not do it at all. But not much. Not much happened at all last week. So this was at least a little bit something more fun ending, good challenge, stuff like that. But. I, I had not, literally nothing to add. I texted Ali midway through. I'm like, thank freaking God we skipped this week because I think our podcast would have been like six minutes long. So <laughs> time worked out well. Wow. Rude to the All-Stars boot of last week. Uh, a sure. personal favorite amongst uh, one of your co-hosts. Yeah. Well, All-Stars, <laughs> it would have been the longer. The, uh, pr- the challenge proper, which might be losing its title as proper, uh, was, was nothing to write home about. Yes. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I guess let's just get right into this week then, because, uh, we do have some last minute, you know, panicking from certain, uh, challengers as we're, as I said, getting right down to it right before this, uh, final could begin at any moment's notice. Um, and, uh, this episode's going to be a lot of, you know, freaking out on the Emerald team specifically because of Devin and, uh, Emmanuel, uh, who's going to go home at this, you know, 
critical spot here. Devin in particular, Scally was uh, really worried here. Yeah, Devin is nervousing. It made me feel uh, not great about his chances in this particular episode, but seems to have made it work for himself. Uh, we see him talking to pretty much everyone about how he's so close and really could not stomach going home right before the final. Uh, and he wants to uh, I feel like other people are have a similar sentiment towards Devin on this season. Mm. Yeah, it would feel a little incomplete if after all this, Devin's the one to fall short. Of the Fox, I do feel like he's for good or for bad been one of the stars of the season and kind of like the focal point for so much of it that if he's not even involved in the final, it would feel like a bit of a dud. Um, but I don't think he would make that much of an impact on the final. But I just feel like the storyline deserves him to be there. So I would feel bad if he got cut short next week but see i would have said the same thing about josh like i fully expected to see josh in the final mm-hmm. after this season had been his story for the entire time he was there like how great he was doing mm-hmm. and all this stuff and then uh, for him to go home like it did feel like it wasn't a shock that he lost an elimination like no shade but uh it was a shock that he did Ow. not go the entire length of the season sorry <laughs> to, to to uh to insult your boy again scally yeah, you know, a newfound boy. It's still, you know, we're in a probationary period. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I would not say that I would be as disappointed with a last minute Devin exit, but I understand the uh, continuity really does feel like if this is anyone's season at this point, it has been like that's still in the game. It has been Devin's. Uh, so would be definitely shocking to see what it would look like without him. Yeah, and there's still a very good chance it could be uh, a final without him. So we'll uh, see what happens next week with that. But um, I guess just to swing back to the top of the episode, uh, Brian Cohen, you, I feel like often talk about, uh, or I feel like we all kind of talk about, but um, I don't know. I specifically remember hearing you talk about uh, how CT is just, you know, continuing his march to the end and uh, going to go on and grab another win without anybody seeming to try to stop him. And the beginning mm-hmm. of this episode, he makes comments about how, yeah, I mean, who's who's stopping me? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, CT's, he's probably feel like he hit the jackpot. Like, the fact that he's, the only elimination he's now going to see is going to be this basically purge at the end where he just really just has to not lose uh, to survive, which is a great spot for him. And he, he kind of felt like he was like that, uh, the, the first winner who wants to be a millionaire with this phone call back home, like just letting his like girlfriend or wife, I don't know what their status, and son know, like, oh yeah, I'm probably going to win this million dollars. So just be prepared for me to come home with a nice big check. Like, he just had to have that <laughs> level of confidence going in at this point uh, in the season that like how, how does he not win especially which it seems like it's going back to the individual these guys just feel so confident going down the stretch here gotta get that ice cream money yeah <laughs> pay for a lot more uh, the bad now, guys and... maybe no more diapers now it's just like uh, kid toys and stuff yeah the kid's getting yeah big. right i feel like <laughs> god the years have passed quick i feel like the ct wedding special was just yesterday Kind of was. Um, but yeah, so he uh, his his new uh, his new goal that he has in mind is to get a back to back win because he's never done that before. So, you know, plenty of, uh, you know, challengers have had. Uh, what would this be? His uh, fourth win, right? If if he wins this one, um, but he's never done it back to back before. So he's excited for that opportunity if uh, if he gets there. And it looks like he's going to at least get to the final. Yeah, I love the contrast between everyone. Like, I just need to make a final. And CT's like, it'd be great if I could win two in a row now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I've won with teams. I've won with pairs. I won an individual. Let me just see if I can win twice in a row. That's like my new challenge that I can try to do. Are there any other champs here? This is going to be so insulting if there is one, but uh, no. no. It was just Ashley. Oh, Ash- oh, right. So just, uh, I guess now she can't be named. So just, just CT. Yeah, so it really does mean a lot to all these other people to to make sure they make the final, have a chance to get the win. Tori has the confessional, you know, a little bit from now being like, I'm ready now to step into the role of being a challenge champ. I'm like, I don't know if that's up to you, but um, <laughs> I guess you could try. Yeah, Who was like, even feel- the last one to win back to back? Was this like the like the Johnny Evie Kenny dynasty? Was, was anyone won since then? Um, well, Bananas did win back to back with Tyler and then oh, was it the rival Camilla? Yeah. Really testing me right now. Um, I, so I know that that happened. I don't know if it's happened in the 30s. Well, you said, we said 15 years ago, right? So that puts it around that time. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's probably, yeah, probably that. There you go. Wow. Um, but yeah, Tori's ready for it to be her, her turn so she can win this season and then back-to-back next season. I mean, she uh, this is this the first time? Does anybody uh, have any recollection? Has she talked about the breakup with Jordan up like before now? Because I feel like I haven't heard it. 
Yeah, I also wrote it down as being the first time with a question mark. I do feel like it's the first uh, that we've heard from her specifically about it. Um, and it felt like kind of a fleeting moment. I don't know if we're getting set up for that to be uh, more of a storyline on future seasons or like the, the barely just got it out of her this time. Uh, but I thought it was at least interesting, especially with everyone uh, calling Emmanuel and uh, Jordan's physical, uh, you know, similarities out <laughs> online. Yeah, I, I noted it too. I think maybe they just mentioned that she was single, like at the jump to start the season, but she definitely hasn't. Even here, she didn't even like go into that much detail, but she went into at least some detail of like how she had to like prove to herself again that she's you know worthy without a man and stuff like that, which is uh, you know nice nice to hear. And she I has hear a man. Talking positive, but yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but I, I definitely don't think she's talked about this at all really this season, which is kind of surprising because obviously they got proposed, they got engaged on the show. So hmm. the fact that until doesn't force her to talk about it, even it's kind of wild. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like Scally said, I don't know if they're bringing it back or I don't know if you said specifically, but maybe you're hinting at uh, obviously uh, Jordan back in the rotation now for a, at least an all-star season. So if they were trying to like avoid his name being brought up, maybe now it's like, well, what's the point? Cause he's literally back on the show. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, there's that. Um, but at least we got some Miley Cyrus in there for, uh, for some background music as that whole thing played out. Um, and speaking of the uh, man that Tori does currently have uh, just a little segment early on here, which when you go back and watch it all together, it's like, Oh, there's the, the setup of, you know, there's Emmanuel's <laughs> goodbye uh, before he's uh, going to be, uh, Oh, he doesn't leave in this episode. He almost, uh, this episode. <laughs> I want the wrong episode what <laughs> before I he goes uh. into elimination. This episode is what I was getting at. Um, and he is talking about what he would do with the money. And um, I'll leave the rest of my notes off the podcast <laughs> oh <laughs> interesting um no yeah I you, talked to, episode. <laughs> you can just uh put that in the shared google drive <laughs> thank you no. um yeah no he talks about how uh growing up like they had like food and shelter but like money was not like the most abundant resource for them uh he would like to win and be able to help his family move to the states uh pursue dancing in la so uh, i feel like you know a good little like at least we're getting to know emmanuel because i think that uh he has been like present but not really a ton of his personality is shown and did tori ask him how he did in his show just now how did this not come <laughs> yeah, up i know <laughs> She's I like, heard, so how did you do one of the first things you ask each other like oh how did you do on your show what show were you on as uh, she's just asking now i know especially in like he didn't win so like she had to make him like relive that <laughs> in that <laughs> moment <laughs> Like, no, I came in second, especially because like Survivor Romania is apparently like a million days long. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, so I don't know. That's the Tori and Emmanuel update, uh, over in a different side of the house. We have, uh, some of the guys talking about, you know, again, this is, uh, the final guys elimination. They think, uh, or they think it could be, uh, before they get to the final, we know at the end, it's not going to be, um, but Devin and Kyle and Logan and Nelson are talking about, you know, kind of their positions within the game. Uh, we get a little bit from Devin about how he would really like to go the whole game without having to go in, uh, a little bit from Logan about how he knows that he's still a little bit at risk because he's a rookie. Um, and you know, Nelson just being paranoid because he doesn't know how to play the strategic game in any (laughs) sense. So that's that. I don't know. I mean, CT opened, like we said, with talking about how like no one wants to see me in a final. And it seems like everyone except for Nelson does actively want to see CT in a final. So I was glad to see that at least Nelson is thinking about how uh, we would not like to hand this season to CT if we can help it. Um, He's going to have to win something in order to uh, really do anything about that, which doesn't seem likely. But uh, at least he is uh, verbalizing it where no one else will. Yeah, it's just crazy that they all are so convinced that they get the run in their teams or pick a pair or something like that was like the girls logic of a one to keep CT is because they want to run with him. The guys want to run with him. Like the, the challenge is very known to just switching things up at the final and doing things individual and mixing up pairs in the, in the final. So I, it's crazy that like all like Devin and Kyle, like they've been around the block of the show. Like how do they not know that it could easily go back to individual? Yeah. And it's also, I don't know, I guess at this point, like, I mean, not just at this point, it's been, I guess, for weeks now, especially like uh, it's uh, when CT was going home early, it was early uh, in the season. It was like, I don't know, week three, four five, whatever it was. And that was, you know, still years ago at this point. He's he's avoided that fate uh, for a little while now. But um, at this point in the game, it's like if you throw him in, he's probably going to come back. He could end up going it against you. Like if you put him in as the house vote, he's going to call you out. So you don't want to deal with that. So you, you're left at a certain point 
point with like viewing him as not somebody that you can remove from the game, but as somebody that you just need to utilize to the best of your abilities to help you win, which is just hard to actually picture from an audience perspective working for anybody because when CC gets there, he doesn't give a shit about you, Devin or Kyle or whoever you are. He gives a shit about himself and the two people he was just FaceTiming, bringing money back home to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you don't throw CT in an elimination in episode 17. You do it in episode three so that when it probably fails, you can do it again. <laughs> Cause like he's just going to go into an elimination, have a pretty decent shot. Maybe not this particular elimination actually, uh, but he's going to have a pretty good shot and then still win the final. Cause he survived the one that you decided to throw him in. Uh, I think people have kind of missed their shot and know it. So maybe they're just like, all right, my best hope is that we're running in teams. Fingers crossed. I feel like, but CT is like usually like he's not that great in eliminations. Like he's, I'll, I'll leave it to challenge stats to like pull the exact numbers. Yeah. But I feel like he's not hasn't been that great. Like everyone thinks of him as like this monster and like doing the bananas backpack and stuff. But you know he's gotten sniped at the end. Like he got clipped by bananas right before a final with the rivals. He obviously lost to Jay. Like he loses stuff in eliminations pretty regularly. So yeah, like even here he probably he almost I feel like definitely would have lost to Emmanuel in this one. So yes, it's like you just have to like roll the dice and hope you. Do that, and that's why you just have to do it over and over again. Just put him in against Kells early on, so we have another big guy. Pull him, put him in against here, Emmanuel, so you have a, like a speedy endurance guy. He's got to take your mm-hmm. chance. I wonder who he would have, uh, who he could have beat in that elimination from this episode. Like, I don't think he beats. I think we all agree he probably doesn't doesn't beat Emmanuel. Um, I almost feel like he doesn't beat Logan, even though Logan, you know, I don't, I don't think there's a shot. You don't think there's a shot he beats Logan? No, I think it's uh, maybe Devin. That's basically it. Yeah, I mean. I feel like Kyle, Kyle gets down there. No, I feel like Kyle gets down there and he's he's usually ready to beast mm-hmm. out. So I'm not really putting my money on CT there. But just this particular elimination, I feel like does not play to his strength. So mm-hmm. no, not at all. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't have. Uh, you know, it could have been an opportunity. But what are you going to do? Um. So yeah, there's all that. Um, I mean, I guess. he won the challenge, so it wasn't much of an opportunity. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about the, the entire cast in this challenge. So. You know, that's a really great point. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, so <laughs> speaking of the challenge, it's called uh, Dead Drop, where uh, they are heights over water. Uh, you got to run across the platform to get your capsules, get back uh, with the most capsules in the fastest time and you win. But of course, the uh, dilemma here for anybody running across is that there's a bunch of bombs coming your way that uh, are intended to knock you down off the platform. And Scally, as you mentioned, CT dominates this one single handedly. Yeah, I like this challenge. I thought it was uh, simple enough, but like made for fun TV. I don't uh, it's not like uh, one that I'm begging to revisit anytime soon. But compared to many that we got this season, I thought this was pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. This was a uh, number of people like even like it didn't matter how many people you had. You could have 10 people, three people like it, it evened out because you could just keep going again and again and again. So that mm-hmm. was good that it was evened out. And I feel like they made a twist on this from other seasons where they had something like this, where here, like it seemed like they were much closer with the bombs. Usually they like, sometimes they're too far away and like, they don't cause any type of impact, but I think they were close enough that 
they were able to knock people off and make them adjust and things like that. So uh, I like that the the people flinging the bombs actually had an impact and weren't just there for show. Yeah. And they point out early on that like CT, had, uh, you know, uh, CT going first uh, doesn't really help him besides the fact that he did super well, because then the whole strategy he had of like using the bombs and like catching them and either throwing them back at everybody or using them to kind of help yourself balance. Uh, other people were then going to try to emulate that when they went. But um, at least he still was smart enough and, you know, has the experience behind him to know to do that rather than just letting them affect him so you know really yeah, i mean the sheer size of ct these the balls that they're like throwing at them they're like gnats on an elephant ct was just going to stomp his mm-hmm. way across this balance beam and be fine pretty much uh in any scenario like if you compare that ball being thrown at ct to that ball being thrown at like amanda like it's not a competition <laughs> of who it's going to affect there and it's just why like, ct like you saw with other people as they get older, like usually like, so with bananas, like he's clearly he's lost a step. So with some athletically and like CT, this is the best he's like ever been. Like he's mm-hmm. so much better than everyone left. Like, obviously here you can clearly see it, but like strength, size, agility, brains, like he is just so much better than everyone. And like getting better. Like this is like CT now, like I would pick him to win much more than CT of like 10 years ago. So it, it's just mm-hmm. wild how good he still is and getting better. And it, it, he's just unbelievable. He's just an unbelievable athlete. And, competitor and everything yeah and and this challenge is a perfect way uh to see that all play out because you have a bunch of people up here that are really fighting for their lives especially we're, we're going to see devin emmanuel uh who's on ruby right now uh, nelson and uh, logan didn't seem to do uh, too great uh oh. and no, nobody came anywhere near close to performing the way that ct did i mean devin definitely was doing his best uh mm-hmm. but your best as devin walker is just not going to be ct so that's just mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah. I mean, I think Emerald did well in like everyone kind of figured out that there's no point in throwing the balls at uh, the people crossing until they actually have a capsule in their hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like the strategy definitely developed. And then I think that they were Emerald was smart to uh, then adapt to having Amanda and Nani just jump off and stay down there basically. Um, so like it was a good effort and people on Emerald performed well individually. But uh, when you have someone who's just like, it seems like they've been doing this their whole life, uh, which CT, you know, pretty much has. So, yeah. Yeah. But Emerald, yeah, I mean, they got seven too, so they did pretty well. Um, I don't know if the guys, Nani seemingly figured it out. They, like you said, that she could just like jump off. Not a great sign for Nani as the competitor that she's like, Oh, I, I know how to beat this game. I won't try. Uh, <laughs> not the best look for, uh, for her, but I guess brains wise, it, it worked out. Um, Amanda was also very funny. Uh, her, well, it's like her and Tori, like their dynamic is starting to come more playful it seemed like there was some actual animosity in like the middle part but now it seems like it's more like a playful banter I don't know if it's which playful. is much more enjoyable i don't know how playful it is because amanda's still out here every week tweeting these like just just ripping tori apart and i feel like uh you know best guess is the reunion is going to take place yeah. uh with a lot of this going back and forth and uh tori's probably watching from home right now seeing these confessionals i am like terrified just to peek ahead to next season if amanda's there i'm terrified for amanda next season because if they are both there uh because i feel like tori is almost a lock uh because why else why would she not be there at this point uh mm-hmm. scally's left the call so hopefully he comes back um <laughs> i think uh yeah tori's a lock to be there hopefully uh, uh amanda is but i'm just worried that you know tori and the troops that she puts together uh could be a problem for her yeah, it was just I just felt like, you know, she was like saying, oh, like, die, die, die. Well, actually, you know what? That's really me. I take that back. I just I wanted to fall hard. I just, at least that I thought maybe we're getting back to the playful side of it. But yeah, I think at the reunion, things are going to kind of explode, which, which would be exciting to say. You know, we we love a good uh, rivalry in a mix. So we yes, love to see it. Just like the rivalry between Scally and his Internet. Yeah, uh, you know that would really I'd love to fix that one. Not as entertaining as many on here. Just uh, more Amanda and uh, Tori discussion is all you missed while you disappeared. But um, yeah, so that's what's happening with uh, with them. Tori did get her back with you know a nice uh, hit, and Amanda appreciated that. So that was funny. Um, uh, TJ, of also, course, it has to be noted: uh, uh, fifty-one consecutive losses now. Uh, for Nelson, the big Nelly T up to 51. And that's probably where it's going to end for this season. I don't think there's going to be another daily. So he will go into, if he's on challenge 38 with, with 51 uh, consecutive losses. That's <laughs> going to be a lot of fun to track next season. He's on. 
as compared to what apparently was CT's 55th daily challenge yes. win. So just <laughs> just absurd statistics. Mm-hmm. Confirmed by challenge stats. He, uh, he ran the numbers and it was correct. 55, which is amazing that CT knew that. I wouldn't. I mean, there's no way he knew that. Like, I guess production told him. But it's also a weird number to tell him, like, oh, this was 55. Why Maybe they told him when he hit 50 and he was keeping track yeah. from there. Maybe. That probably. Look at that. 55 wins for uh, CT. I need More to point out from either. the challenge uh, the comments that Nani was making about Casey, where uh, Casey was was Casey was doing pretty well, uh, probably you know behind CT is the second best performer of the overall chat, like uh, of everything there, um, and because she was doing pretty well, and Nani's like, yeah, she's so strong and humble, uh, she doesn't walk around like she's better than everybody else, and like all I could think is like, yeah, that's great as a person, but like that's why she didn't get a confessional this episode. That's why she's so <laughs> not on the show because she doesn't provide that kind of content where they, they want people to be like, you suck. I'm better than the rest of you. So, I mean, sure. Like if you're again, looking for a life partner, maybe that's great quality. If you're looking for uh longevity as a TV contestant, I don't know, but she has made it this far, uh, you know, getting calls back and calls back and calls back. So, you know, I think she's fine, but just my two cents. It is wild with just 11 people left in episode 17 that someone's not getting confession. I know like that. That's unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. I was like, because mm-hmm. I, I eventually like stopped looking at the confessional thing because it didn't mean anything to our draft yeah. anymore uh, after a certain point because everybody was getting them. And then I saw it this week on the challenge stats account and I was like, did that say Casey got zero? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Insane. <laughs> <Unbelievable>. <laughs> Insane. Um, so whatever, uh, that is, uh, a Sapphire win for CT, Kyle and Emmy, pretty much just CT. Uh, they go back to the house and Kyle is throwing himself a party. (laughs) This is, uh, this is why I'm still enjoying Kyle as opposed to, uh, some of my, uh, you know, lesser favorites being uh, surrounding him. Uh, Kyle is going to turn everything up to an 11 at all times. Just, uh, I love him getting like, zero percent of this challenge falls to him mm-hmm. but he does not matter he will scream like losers <laughs> right in everyone's face as they walk in the door <laughs> and I, it was nice to see kyle like wanting to kind of prove his friendship to someone like because he gets such a bad rep for being like a snake and a rat and like doing everything for himself and he's like really making a point to protect Devin and you know pay him back for him Devin protecting him so like I think for Kyle's next stage of like wanting to redeem himself to other people I think this type of scene will go a long way for him there's also I mean there's the uh, the bit of CT in the challengers talking about like Kyle wants my help for the final but he can't pull through with anything for me in a daily challenge when I have to do it all by myself so it's like just this is the you know the the, the Kyle experience here uh, just this, it's been pretty consistent throughout his seasons of like everybody's like oh yeah he's a snake but we still love him and yeah he's good at eliminations but he seems to crap the bet on dailies because he doesn't pay attention or he doesn't care enough mm-hmm. there's a reason like why Kyle can get away with it and why other people can't uh, for doing, uh, I would say less even Uh, I would, uh, there are definitely people who, and like Kyle gets that edit where like he is known for being the snake, but he plays it up and he's still fun. So like people forgive it and they don't care. Yeah. Um, it's because I think he just like he just doesn't take things personally. Like he th- he knows it's a game, takes it seriously, but also in like a fun loving way, not like mm-hmm. with Devin and Tori or like Devin's like, you know, wringing Tori's neck for not like throwing herself at, at Devin for when like Kyle, like he takes it, like he's got the right balance of just like keeping some levity in the mix. He's literally just a puppy dog. Like, you know, you tell him he did something bad. He pouts and he's sad, but then he like comes running back up to you to, to lick your face and, you know, hope that everything's better again. Um, I at least imagine that's what dogs do. I, I couldn't tell you, but, um, uh, <laughs> Brian Cohen, what did you make of the, uh, dinner that they went out to? I guess this replaced their, uh, club scene. I guess they shut the club down for the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, very odd. I like the change of location, but the slow mos of them like eating dinner as if they were like doing slow mo. To like, Calvin Harris, feels so close. It, like. <laughs> it, was, it was like the weirdest wedding video of all time. Like I don't know why they had to do the slow mo of like people scooping like a piece of steak or something. It was super bizarre to to show it like that. And there's no stopping us right now. They're shoving food <laughs> in their face. Yeah. Um, but so uh, we get, you know, a couple team check ins here. Emerald talking about uh, Devin and Emmanuel's situation, which is very funny. Nani here being like, Devin, I think you're like, you're fine. Like, there's not much to worry about. Like, I think you're in a good spot. Emmanuel, I don't know about you, but <laughs> it's like, whoa, <laughs> poor guy. Um, and then Ruby was uh, a little less 
connected here. I mean, they, Tori's trying her best to like be the, the cheerleader for these guys and then keep them all together. But, uh, you can tell that at least like, especially from Nelson's side, that he doesn't have a whole lot of trust in, uh, in Logan. I don't think he doesn't trust him, but like Nelson, as he was saying, like he just doesn't know who to trust ever. And he's never like been good at this stuff. So, uh, he's like, I can't feel confident that Logan's not going to pick me if he goes down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Logan is like the last man of his side of the house. Uh, so it's not surprising to see that he's basically trusting no one at this point. Logan has been much more in with the Devons and the Joshes of the world and does not uh, seem to have been working that closely with Nelson uh, as far as we've been shown. So it doesn't surprise me that he's like guard up basically with everyone. Yeah, it's amazing for Nelson because obviously we talked about him just never being in power. But the fact that it always seems to cut to Corey that he gets the brunt of it and Nelson has kind of skated by and not been the target of being the one thrown into eliminations. I think that probably more so speaks to how well Nelson's actually done in eliminations compared to Corey. Like Nelson is probably mm-hmm. one of the prolific male winners in eliminations in recent memory. So I think that reputation has got kind of to stay with him and as opposed to Corey, which he hasn't done as well. So I think. That's kind of helped him. And he also hasn't, I mean, he had a couple blow ups early on, but Nelson's kind of been on good behavior this season, which has kind of been pleasant to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel it's like been a mixed bag. He's had, he's had mostly <laughs> he's had, he's had good connections. Seasons. He's had worse. <laughs> yeah, I, that, that's fair. Like, yeah, I would say that there have been, you know, Nelson is at like a six out of 10, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say less frequently. Uh, and I think there was like apparently some big blow up between Nelson and Devin that will never get shown. Um, but, you know, it, he is not getting kicked off by any means big plus yeah uh not a great week for his counterpart of that uh of that fight Mm. on that season on a different challenge show airing right now but we'll get to that um (laughs) okay the deliberation uh i guess is up next and uh we get you know it's been it's been a couple episodes but we get some angry ct back because uh he's asking for feedback and uh brian cohen no, no one's giving him anything no, this is classic CT of just like begging for someone to give a reason that CT could point to and be like, well, this is why I threw this person in. He's just waiting, just waiting for someone to give an excuse or, or a reasoning or an explanation of what CT could do so he doesn't have to have the blood fall on his hands. And good for everyone else to kind of like not say anything because there really is no upside. You call someone out, they're almost definitely going to call you out when they're voted in. So I think, the, think everyone kind of did the right move of kind of shutting up and not saying anything. There was really, I, don't, I didn't see an upside for anyone. Not really. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the culmination of like basically all of the rookies do everything that the vets say, especially CT as the season has gone on. And we're at the point where like there's no like dumb rookies left that are just going to do, especially, uh, you know, and Emmanuel and Logan are not uh, just going to fold to CT. So he just like, seems to have gotten frustrated. And it's like, why aren't you doing what all the other rookies did? <laughs> like throw each other in. So uh, it was not like my favorite look on him, but I can uh, understand why he i mean would want the drama to unfold in that way just amazing 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 television as emmanuel's turn comes up and they you know they're all going around saying they're very small pitches about what you know why you shouldn't pick me and emmanuel just says to them if you're thinking about putting me in as the headquarters vote i think you should change your mind <laughs> and it doesn't say anything <laughs> and he's why? dead serious yeah they're like why he's like you know because <laughs> mm-hmm. so Emmanuel actually was on the Dorian Anissa podcast this week and talked about how on Survivor Romania I believe that a lot of it is influenced by uh, the fan vote in terms of who gets eliminated or who wins at the end so he didn't want to look sneaky on that show and so he would strategize off camera and brought a lot of that with him to the challenge uh, and so I think that was part of it where Emmanuel had done all of the work he needed to do already and I think that that has probably been uh, the same all season as we have not seen much of it but like he had all his pieces in place and knew like I don't need to say anything here I've already done my work why are you pushing this yeah um just like I said, I was super entertained by uh, watching that. And then as says, CT's just getting angrier and uh, Amanda's chiming in. She's like, come on, guys, this is a game for a million dollars. Like, what are you doing? Say something, do something. And Nelson's like, Amanda, not the time. And she's like, yeah, it is the time. We're, well, what else is the time? Like uh, just continuing to make me love Amanda. Um, did I hear Nelson wrong? Or at one point did he literally say like, Amanda, this isn't a game. I was like, no, it's literally a game. <laughs> Nelson. <laughs> like this is literally a game. <laughs> were, were you guys surprised? I, I thought Emmanuel was going to be thrown in. I was actually a little bit surprised to see Logan tossed in. 
Well, I would have been surprised if he was if 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 it was Emmanuel. I think I was also thinking that it would have been him because um, just it did feel like we're getting a lot of Emmanuel in the beginning of the episode. But um, obviously that made sense because he still did go in. But um, when you think about it, the fact that Emmy's there, like she should have been able to do enough there to make it one rookie and not the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just weird because Emmanuel hasn't really done that for her, right? Like she, he's been in power and Emmy's gone in. But every so time I, it's always phrased as like, oh, this is something that'll right. help you. Like, we'll, we'll, you know, you want to be able to go down there and do this and switch teams or pick your opponent, go to your uncle CT, like whatever he's said every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's been Emmanuel, CT, Devin, whoever else telling Emmy, like, no, this was your idea. You wanted to go into elimination. So it's, uh, you know, the relationship is not equal on all halves. Mm. Yeah. I think it also probably shows like CT's like love and respect for Emmy that he would kind of give into her like this is obviously emmy was probably pushing i don't think ct really cared either way but emmy was probably pushing it and ct recognizing that acknowledging that and going along with it is just shows at least emmy's got some political sway too yeah i mean, well, CT, I mean keep, keep your partner partner happy You're like also kyle could have just uh already been voting that way and ct folded so really sure. either is on the option uh, i feel like kyle and logan have like annoyed each other a little bit like swapping places on sapphire That's, so <laughs> you don't say with kyle's next confessional <laughs> like, i don't trust yeah. him i don't like him get in the layer buddy i'm like whoa <laughs> still hostile um, as Logan is compromised here. So that's the, uh, the pick. And, uh, he ends up having Logan, uh, Nelson and Tori have like their fifth meeting of the episode. Uh, just, I guess, Tori continuing to try to keep Logan's head on straight. Uh, you know, she really just wanted to make sure that he didn't pick Nelson. I think at the end of the day being like, look, this is, you know, uh, you didn't ask for this. This is just, you know, you have to do what you have to do. Just make the best decision for your game. Don't pick Nelson. Cause this is a good team. If we have to run a final together, which I don't know where I fall on that decision or that line of thinking from Tori like it's not a bad team it's you know two strong guys by her side but also like it's not the best team <laughs> yeah I hope Logan's good at puzzles because right. uh, Nelson and Tori will just like smack their face into them over and over <laughs> hoping the pieces fall into place <laughs> Yeah, I mean, whatever makes you happy, Tori. If this is uh, the team you want to run with, then go for it. Um, but so I guess actually, no, let's save that for the end. I'm talking about like where the teams are looking going forward, but they're not even going to be like that going forward. Um, so we what's next? CT and Devin. Um, Devin, again, just continuing to uh, not want to go in, but he doesn't think he's going to go in this time because uh, I guess he's just made connections with everybody there and thinks that uh, Logan just won't pick him. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, was he's laid the groundwork. He's he's done his he's done his work over the season. So, kudos to Devin for building the relationships with the rookies while not getting the target on his back while doing so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really thought like, all right, there's no way Devin avoids this week. Like, it just like anyone should want to pick him. I understand uh, that like you may have worked really closely and feel like somewhat indebted to him, but like, should you? Uh, but and also like, uh, pretty much everyone that's left on the guy side like are very friendly, if not like actively good friends. So uh, I thought Devin was still in trouble at this point. And I do feel like there's a small little bit, especially when he's talking to rookies like like a Logan or Emmanuel, where he can say, like, you know, these legendary names like you've heard of Johnny Bananas and you've heard of Wes and I've taken them both out in eliminations. So you don't want to Mm -hmm. take me down there because like he said in the uh, in the deliberation, like I can turn it on. And while that kind of like is something that maybe you laugh at a little bit when he says that, uh, I, I can easily see that being enough to convince Logan, like, I'm not a good opponent for you. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, look, at the right elimination, Devin would clearly has knocked people out. He could do it again. Um, and, you know, Devin, like, wants this almost as much as anyone. You can't put that past uh, that, too, like that level of heart and desire. Yeah. So, I mean, Devin would not have been, I think here he probably would have been an easy out. But uh, in a, any elimination unknown, like, he, he would put up a good fight. He would. Yeah. He has his strengths. Um, I do think as we're getting into the elimination, it didn't look like uh, they had the rockets or the platforms down there when they were like deciding who Logan should be calling out. So I don't know that he really knew exactly what they would be doing. Maybe thought it was more physical and like, all right, Emmanuel smaller uh, than Logan. So I can get away with picking Emmanuel here and keeping my relationship with Devin, where if he had seen it was more of an agility thing, maybe he doesn't make that same decision. Probably. And I think I think we're starting to see like the idea of, oh, I want to see what the elimination is and then make my dis- uh, selection. Like, that's kind of overrated, like outside of like a hall brawl or like, you know, the uh, the, the rope, the rope toss or whatever, like the 
the ring toss, whatever. Like it's very hard to see what you're doing. So to see whatever the setup is and make your decision, you're really just guessing. Like here, even if you <laughs> saw the rockets, like you would have no idea what the hell that means. You could be doing anything with that. You could even just smash it open or doing whatever. So to, <laughs> to see it, what's oh set God. up there, you have no idea. Like uh, unless CJ starts explaining the rules and then you get to decide, which I honestly wouldn't hate. Like you really should just have an idea of who you want to go up against, and that's it. Like you see the rocket and you see like the boxes on both sides and maybe like you're thinking, oh, I have to smash the rocket into a million pieces and fit it all inside the box. Yeah, and then light it on fire. Like, would yes. you put it, like there's the, what I wouldn't put it past the challenge for that to be it. Yeah. I would love to know like some of their thoughts of when they first see these challenges, like people that have gotten it completely wrong because I'm sure that has happened. And then you're like, oh, it's this. Oh, I had no idea. But I don't know. Maybe somebody will write a book someday and we'll uh, hear that story. But the elimination, yeah, uh, Logan picks Emmanuel, uh, which he did seem a little upset about because I guess they'd become friends over the season. Uh, Nelson's relieved, though, because Logan did keep his word. And Logan's like, yeah, I'd, I'd give, it gives a confessional saying that he didn't want to break his word because it does actually mean something to him. So, you know, I'm glad it means enough to you that you are going home now, but that's OK. Um, so this elimination is um, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's not like it's like extremely compelling television, but it's not mm. not that. So I don't know. I liked it. Brian Cohen. Yeah, the only thing I wish they included was just like a timestamp. I would love to know how long this took, how long I know. they were doing it before they shifted down to the 10 seconds from the 15 seconds. Like, was it was, they, was it there after 30 minutes? And then the producers were like, well, this is just never going to end. Or were they there like three hours and they did it? Like, I wish they included that. But other than that, yeah, this was this was great. I, I love these types of just, you know, who wants it more, wear the other person out uh, type things. I was waiting for someone to make a mistake. I, that was clearly probably how it was going to end. They were going to slip on the rocket mm-hmm. um, and they could have been anyone. So I, I, I like this one a lot. Imagine mm-hmm. if instead of like shortening the time, they just like put like something like jelly substance on the rocket <laughs> to, no, thank you. to make people slip. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I liked it. I'm all for uh, reality competition shows incorporating the pace, the pacer test into uh, the elimination formats. I thought it was good. Not like you said, extremely gripping television, but I was invested the whole way through and thought that it was like a fair measure of skill. And then Scali, we talked about uh, weeks ago, I think at this point that like Logan had that injury that we were like, oh, this is mm-hmm. interesting. Like this is going to probably mean something, which uh, I didn't I don't think ultimately mean a whole lot. But he did mention it in this elimination being like, it's kind of hard for me to uh, be running back and forth in the sand on, on my leg. It's still not in 100 percent shape. Mm-hmm. And for him to have, uh, you know, injured his leg that recently and still put up this fight, like very, very impressive. I think that uh, Emmanuel and Logan probably were like the two best in the house at this potentially. So uh, a very solid matchup. I was surprised well. how fast Emmanuel, like Emmanuel said he was pacing himself. It seemed like he was sprinting every single time they're doing it. So I don't know what it would look like if he wasn't pacing himself, but he was coming flying out of there. He was like making a leap. Like he was in the Olympics, yeah. the way he was jumping over the, the rocket. Like at least I thought Logan had the, the better strategy of coming. Just, you know, you do it quickly the first time because you don't know how long it's going to take. But then like you see, like they were both done in like seven or eight seconds. And then mm-hmm. Logan was like, all right, I can start to jog. I'll take my time and make sure I don't do anything. So I thought he had the much better strategy, honestly, early on. Until he falls on his face. And right. Until he falls on his face. Yeah. Ends up on the ground. <laughs> you know, not ideal. Not ideal. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the end of Logan's story here, uh, at least for this season. He does make a comment saying, you know, we will see him again. TJ gives us a, I'm sure we'll see you in the future. But uh, are we going to see Logan in the future is is a good question. We should ask ourselves. Okay. 
I feel like we are <laughs> like we're getting Casey back season after season. I don't see why we wouldn't get Logan back. I don't need it though. Uh, I feel like he's kind of boring. Um, uh, there's not like that much of a storyline there. Like, you know, he is a close relationship with Josh, uh, but most of his other storyline was with like big T and she's not coming back. So um, I don't need Logan necessarily, but I kind of do expect we'll see him. Yeah, I'd be fine either way. I think if he's there, I'll be like, okay, cool. If he's not, I'm certainly not, you know, banging the drum for Logan to make a reappearance. I just, I, you know, I, I just hope they don't start a new season with so many new rookies. Like they've done so many of these new people over the last couple seasons now that they should have a good crop that they keep pulling from. So mm-hmm. if he's back, that's good. I just don't want to see like a, a different version of Logan. Like if you're going to bring someone from a new show, just make it be Logan again. I don't think I need Logan again. It's nothing against him personally, I guess. It's uh, like he was perfectly fine athletically and whatnot, but I'm not watching this show for the athletes. Uh, you know, I, I want uh, entertainment. I want a storyline. And you go to season two, like exactly pretty much what Scally just said. Uh, like, what are we bouncing off of his first season to say like this season? I did this, but now I'm back and I want to do this or whatever. Like this last season, I was tied down to a relationship. I didn't even really like a whole lot with Big T and Big T is not even here anymore so now i'm gonna uh i don't i don't even know like it's just, i don't know where we're going with it um i i kind of also agree with uh, what brian cohen said like if he's there sure why not but i really you know put him at the bottom of the list make him an alternate I, i'm fine with that yeah i mean we did get some decent strategizing out of logan and i mm-hmm. would be more interested uh in his return if i feel like that was going to get highlighted a little more frequently mm-hmm. um but i just like i don't see him getting into fights he's like you know they might hook up but i don't see like drama coming out of it so uh either way for me take it or leave it i mean between logan or emmanuel i am fully emmanuel over logan to come Ooh. back Oh, interesting. Actually, I, I would rather Logan. I don't think Emmanuel brings much. I, I mean, he's hooking up with Tori, but what can you say, like, personality-wise about him? He's, there's not much there. Just, th- if he wasn't hooking up with Tori, like, would... What what would you say about Emmanuel? I think he's just slightly more entertaining, uh, and that's a low bar, because I feel like Logan gave me nothing. Yeah, I think Emmanuel is better in confessionals, um, but Logan... But as I talked about before, like, him hiding his strategy and, like, basically everything else from the camera, uh, it's going to grow tired for me very fast Mm -hmm. um so like i think he's just a little too aware of like how so many of these vets are where it's like it doesn't really benefit me to talk a lot of crap about these other challengers in the confessional and like emmanuel knows that week one of his first season so uh i think that he uh you're not the most exciting personality either i personally find him a little more likable though plus he has the emmy connection if emmy's gonna be back you know there's something mm-hmm. there. I guess so. Uh, yeah, I, the way they were talking about, like, obviously Logan and Emmanuel, I guess, like, they were talking about, like, the best rookies, rookie of the year, but, like, in terms of compelling people, the I would say the more interesting rookies left far earlier on. Yes. Like, Jimmy <laughs> yeah. L, something like that, well over these guys. Like, there's plenty of other people that I would much rather back over Logan and Emmanuel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm scared a lot of those people are going to get lost, because, like you said, I don't need just, like, all right, here's 16 more new rookies. Like, no, like, right. let's just give some people who were actually entertaining a second chance. Sure. Exactly. Uh, so we'll see how that goes when we get closer there. But uh, twist here, twist alert at the end of uh, the episode here before we say goodbye, before TJ lets everybody go. You know, we're at the final 10 and uh, anytime you get down to these numbers, it's very easy to assume or you would imagine that uh, TJ's about to say pack your bags and uh, we're leaving tomorrow to head towards the final. But instead, he says we're not leaving. We're not going anywhere right now. Maybe. They still are after all is said and done here. But no, instead of uh, leaving right now, uh, Emmanuel does not get to pick a different cell if he wants to. He goes right back up to join his team uh, and TJ tells them that they are in the layer. And what do they do in the layer? They eliminate people in the layer, which is exactly what they're about to do before they leave. Two more agents will be deactivated and sent home. Oh, no. Oh, my God. What are we going to (laughs) do? You know, I feel like, first of all, uh, as we've talked about it, Emmanuel not getting to infiltrate pretty much confirms for me they will not be running in teams yep. uh, as a final, which is annoying that so much of the edit was like, I really hope that I can run the final with CT. Like, none of it matters. So many yep. hours of content did not matter at all. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, so I'm fine with getting that out of the way. It's finally exposed. We know they're running, whether it be in pairs or solo, it will not be these exact teams. Uh and I know I should not get like my hopes up, but I'm pretty excited for the night of eliminations, to be honest. 
Yeah, so what do you how do you think it'll work? Do you think they'll just do one challenge like guys, he girl, whoever is loses is out? Do you think they'll be like a round robin terminate or anything like, like I like, well, I think it'll just be one thing, right? And whoever is like first out or I, I can't loses. imagine it's just like one purge challenge per like gender on the season because that's not filling a full episode. Um I'm kind of hoping for like a tournament style knockout type thing, mm-hmm. uh, maybe like a point system. I remember on was an invasion where it was like three or four uh, people of each gender went in and like the winners got immunity and like it got narrowed down to who was going to end right. up competing in that last elimination. Uh, so something like that could be fun. Uh, and so I'm hoping that we get something like let's get a fun format i know it's not like super fair to the more social players but uh i'm not mad at uh, most of these the prospect of most of these people going home so uh i'm excited (laughs) what if they do it like love island style where the guys pick a girl to send home and the girls pick a guy to send home uh not like send home (laughs) send home but like to put into the elimination and Um, then that person picks someone just like again i don't see them only having two challenges and calling it a 90 minute episode um but well, like well no no i think that they, i think I, they'll start the final next week yeah that's my guess too i say this takes us to like you know the one hour mark and yeah. then mm. the last half hour like part one of a final would be my that's guess possible. We split up so yeah I, th- I definitely think like uh you know 90 minute episode next week we'll probably get at least 20 if not 30 minutes of like these two eliminations like they'll stretch it out uh then they'll spend time getting everybody you know back at the house talking about what the final means to them i'm giving you guys the whole script of what need, we're gonna you see need next that week. Montage. See? you need the montage you need the montage oh, i want uh, that money i'm here to prove exactly it. no <laughs> and then <laughs> no i hate this you're making me not excited <laughs> what did, what did you expect to like that's exactly yeah, what's gonna happen king of the ring we want king of the ring next week <laughs> i basically um I was going to make a uh, definitely opposite reference in uh, the <laughs> a drag race uh, lip sync. No, <laughs> that's what I want. Zero like, shot. Me. There is there is two episodes left as as far as like the season goes, uh, and then you know I'm sure the reunion will come after that. Oh, well, I think that's whatever. Um, so yeah, no the the final like we'll we'll get uh, the uh, the last portion of the final in two weeks, um, but they'll start it next week. Yeah, I say before. Uh, before Tribal Council airs, we will be done with these two eliminations in terms of the timestamps. It's possible. Yeah, I think it could be right. I'm hoping for drama. I would like uh, something similar to the format where it's just like elimination, 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 calling it just like the night of eliminations. And you do exactly the same number of eliminations you usually do, um, <laughs> you know, for the first half of the season, basically. Uh, not super exciting. So I would uh, hope it's a little bit more dramatic, at least. Well, suppose so, it's the way it's not a lip, lip sync smackdown. Suppose it's, uh, you know, there is some kind of vote for one person to go in. Uh, like, who is most at risk on both the guys and the girls side? I would say probably Kyle for the guys for a vote. I think mm-hmm. I think Emmanuel now has a good, good backing. No one's going to clearly no one's voting for CT. No one's really. I mean, I guess Nelson also could be up there, but Kyle seemingly is more on the out. So I think Kyle probably for the guys. I don't know yeah, if I, I was, that. I feel like. See, God, where we where would you go? Because I have like my looking at the house dynamics question. And then I was going to ask to end the podcast who we thought actually may be going home next week because to end the podcast, like after we were done with all stars. No. Well, I mean, after, <laughs> you know, the, the wrap ups are cutting this into two. So to cut behind the curtain, all right. so, um, <laughs> <for> all <laughs> I, I uh, will. OK, to start with the first part of the exercise, um, I don't know that I see it being Kyle. I feel like my guess would be Emmanuel. I feel like we get one more time of the mm-hmm. vets sticking together because they're not. I mean, in an ideal world, I think they would all want it to be CT, but then CT is going to pick one of them and send one of them home. Right. So I feel like they're going to go with the rookie. Yeah, I kind of I don't know if it's um, like if I'm factoring in everyone's being like kind of frustrated with Kyle. Um, I don't know if Emerald is going to turn on Emmanuel like that. Uh, so I can see really either Emmanuel or Kyle. I guess if I have to pick, I'll go Emmanuel. And then I feel like Amanda might be in danger. Yeah, Amanda's both. definitely in danger. And yeah, I, hate I think to say Amanda it, would be. A, I think it would be <sighs> like a castle, Look at Emmy just escaping. A hundred percent because when, uh, so, I mean, there's, it's, it it comes down to those two, right? Because you're going to get, uh, Nani, Nani and Casey are a block. Tori's going to vote with them as well. They've been working together all game. So when it comes down to Amanda versus Emmy, uh, I feel like 
nobody is going to want to face Emmy for sure, because she's now four and O on the season. So it's almost a similar kind of sentiment of like why you wouldn't put CT in because like you don't want to vote Emmy down and then she picks you to go in and then you go home. Like, I don't know. Is is Casey going to step up in the final hours and be like, I'll be the one to send home Emmy. Like, no, that's not happening. So I feel like you just (laughs) vote in Amanda and you know, whoever she takes down there, you're like, Oh, we can beat her. Do you think this is actually going to be a vote or do you think it's going to be just a challenge? I feel like, I don't know. This feels stupid. Like, why are we fast forwarding this? Why didn't we just have like this week is a male and female elimination week or something? Uh, I would have much preferred that had um, this just been like a simple vote. I feel like this is going to be a little more dramatic. I feel like no one's safe. If most people are going to have to be ready to go into elimination, if not all. Uh, so maybe that's wishful thinking, but that's still what I'm leaning towards. I will have to bring back. The, let's get the draw in here. Let's just bring it to draw. <laughs> there we go. No, just dust off, dust it on of that uh, clubhouse. Bring it out of here for this moment. Who's flipping all the cards? They each flip. There's two kill cards. Everyone flips. <laughs> two kill cards for uh, men. Right. Two kill cards for women. Let's get crazy. So. <laughs> Then say Emmanuel. Okay, I'm still going with my my predictions here. Say Emmanuel is the one that goes uh, in by a vote. Who is he calling down? I, I don't know. Is it the same elimination? Is are they going to pull in like like uh, a stick and be like a wrestle over this? Like, um, I guess it's impossible to predict without knowing. I mean, if it's the exact same elimination, uh, Emmanuel is probably beating whoever he calls down because he just had all that mm-hmm. practice. He knows how to do it. If it's Amanda versus, uh, if I'm Amanda, I think I'm probably calling down Nani. Yeah. I do like doing Hall Brawl right before the elimination, right before the final. I feel like they just pull a trend. Out <laughs> They love it. That'd be incredible if they just pulled that out and we're like, that would be tough. That's a good point, actually. It would be tough to build that, get that set ready to go. That'd be great though if they if they just had it ready in the wings. Um, I won't be mad. So I don't know, uh, Scally. Do you have like firm predictions on where you thought it could go? Um, just like go? based on uh, like the edit of it all, um, which obviously we know the challenge edit is not super reliable. I just am still questioning the like Devin uh, getting so much like I really don't want to go home right before a final. Yeah. That mm-hmm. would really stink. Uh, so if I were to if you are fans of these people, I'm a little you know would be a little nervous of Devin's spot and potentially Nani also had some stuff about like I really hope I can run this with Casey. Uh, so I am maybe it's wishful thinking, but thinking mm-hmm. maybe uh, Nani and Devin may be in a little bit of trouble here. Who knows? Nelson yeah. too, I feel like is a yeah. prime contender right. to go home in a spot like yeah. this. Yeah, I think Amanda's got to be the betting favorite to go home for the women, unfortunately, because mm-hmm. there's been kind of that, too. Ashley's obviously not there to sacrifice herself for her, so <laughs> that's kind of set up there. So not looking great for her, which I, I, I of all the people that I want to see make the final, I would like to see Amanda make the final the most. So I would be actually very upset, which I'm sure it's going to happen because the challenge never makes people happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagine that, like, though Nelson does go home and Tori loses both of her guys that she wanted to save, like... All right, Tori, you are running alone versus the teams. <laughs> you know, I don't think she'd be upset. Uh, she's happy to probably just still be there. So throw back to what is it? Emily was it Emily and Jen. Jen with two ends, I think, did a yes. final together. Just them. <laughs> yep. Um, so I don't know anything else on uh, Spies, Lies and Allies for this this week here. No, I just got my, uh, you know, we got our couple of uh, shenanigans yes. drinking game type stuff. So Do we got the, the drinking game from the great Kyle Picard sent it over. We small, sh- uh, short week, just uh, three for this week. Uh, TJ saying he wants someone back. Uh, one person talking about their kids with CT and Emmanuel talking about how, what he wants to do with the money. So pretty calm, pretty quiet week right. for that. And then uh, our, uh, something that definitely interests you too, the, uh, our little game sent it over. Ooh. Beep, beep. Uh, so we have Emmanuel winning the elimination. It's a negative point for Allie. Logan losing the elimination. That's a point for you, Scally. And then amazingly, as we talked about, Casey gaining a point for no confessionals with just 11 people left in the game at episode 17. Truly incredible stuff from her. Uh, oh. So going into episode 18, you guys have 29 and a half. We have 29. And wow. Amazing. That's and insane. just to do a quick rundown of who everyone has left. So, Allie has four people left. She has Emmy, Emmanuel, Nani, and Nelson. Scala, you have Devin and Tori. Matt, you have Amanda and CT. And I have Kyle and Casey. So, obviously, just pure numbers, you guys have the advantage. And I think, you know, you have Amanda and Devin. That's pretty good. So, you're in good shape. Obviously, CT is like the monkey wrench in this whole thing. So, it'll be interesting. 
I think it'll be pretty close as we get down to it. We we floated out Nani and Nelson's names, or you know, if yeah. <laughs> if both of them mm-hmm. go home and Allie avoids having those uh, final points, that's incredible for Allie. Um, yeah, that would be cre- that would be crazy. Then we would each have two people left. So, uh, and kudos for us. The last two picks in the draft, both still standing, so it kind of shows we knew what we were doing a little bit. But also, the first overall pick in the draft is still standing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, that too. <laughs> Who's the, do you have like? The chart enough to to say like who is the second pick after Emmy that's still remaining? Uh, is it Emmanuel? It was Emmanuel. Yeah. Okay, the, yeah, that makes sense. Eman- yeah, a- a- Ali's three of her first four picks are still left. Emmy, Emmanuel. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you could have predicted that. I, I wouldn't have taken no. Emmy first overall, but yeah, the unlucky draw here. Yeah. That's crazy. So, pretty interesting. All right. Well, uh, I, I guess uh, now that the uh, the the team can hear us the uh the, the scorekeeping team who what's the the name is escaping me um of uh the dds the dds thank you i'm like i was like the bus drivers that's not it <laughs> i was like i'm not saying the bus drivers on air that's not it <laughs> um shout out to all those guys who are keeping the score for uh for this thing uh, going the whole season much appreciated on our end as well um is that it for season 37 quest for them if they could do um a tally of like who who is the top scoring person like individual like the challenge person. I would love to see who that because I gotta feel like Big T's probably up there. The fact that she lost two two eliminations is pretty good. Uh, but obviously the people who got eliminated first got a lot of points. So just curious if there's like who would be like the MVP at this point, and then uh, obviously gotta, the LVP will be whoever wins the whole thing. But whoever is, I feel point, like you could probably. That. Patina had like seven episodes with no confessionals, so might be her. <laughs> if yeah, I'm Patina's taking my there. bet, there's, there's a lot of blue, blue shading colors with the Patina on here. <laughs> it was amazing. She wins like, next season. For the, the only reason, the biggest Stop. reason why we're still in this is because of how often Devin was was taken. And that's uh, crazy. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's <wild>. horrible. <laughs> it's just horrible. Because <laughs> you guys, I, we talked about this, but like the fact that you have all six people. That were eliminated by non-elimination means. Can you? Yeah, I, I've heard you say that. Can you run back who those people are? Yeah. So Matt, you had Tommy, Lauren, and Nam. Tommy. Yeah. Okay. Scally. You had Anissa, Ashley, and Fessy. Ooh. Yeah, that's wild. You were so lucked out with Fessy. Like, so... <laughs> yeah, calm down. It was all scale. I mean, I'm not upset about it. It's benefiting both of us. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> um, This and was then, talent. <laughs> The yeah, there you go, very close, twenty nine. So, and then just for people who might not remember, so the scoring as we get down to the final, um, so if you win the season, you lose five points. Second place in the final is minus one, and for everyone that makes the final, is an additional minus one. So theoretically, winning the season is a minus six. Uh, finishing second is a minus two. Everyone else that makes the final is a minus one. And I guess while we're here, so like. For this per, I guess we gotta, gotta see how it works. But let's say the the most complicated thing would be let's say if everyone's in it and one person goes home, that person just gained the no one else. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Winning elimination. Yeah, probably. If it's like a challenge with everybody participating, it. yeah, it's just whoever yeah. goes home gets a point. Yeah, but if it's a one-on-one situation, I think the person that wins would mm-hmm. be like sure. winning issue basically, right? Yeah, like any other sure, elimination sure. for sure. Yeah. Okay, perfect. All right, well. Yeah. There's some intrigue uh, for anybody keeping along with us at home for uh, going into next week's episode as we probably start the final. Yeah. Um, so it's exciting. Um, ready for all stars? Yeah. So for everyone listening on RHAP, we're going to signing off here. You can subscribe rabbitswebsite.com slash challenge iTunes. We're going to start the shift thing over to all stars. So if you only listen to that, you probably aren't listening to this right now. Uh, but for anyone who doesn't listen to that, only listens to this, where can they follow you guys and keep up with what you're talking about for the challenge? Yeah, you go first, Gally. You're doing like a million things. A million things. That's a lot of things. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, no, I wouldn't say it's a million. I am. Uh, obviously, you can find the both of us over on the Dom and Colin podcast feed with the weekly challenge podcast. Should you need another challenge podcast in your life um, and aren't already listening? But otherwise, anything that I'm doing, I'll talk about on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally. Uh, uh, Colin Brian f- underscore. 
Yeah, the underscore not great, but you know. Uh, same underscore in the uh, TikTok handle, which is sporadic at times, but you know. Uh, and then I jumped on the 90 Day Fiance the Other Way podcast. I think that was last week. Uh, still fun uh, with Puya, so people can check that out. Um, I think that's it right now. In my mind, I just equate like Twitch streams to podcasts. So I just am like, oh, he's on everything these days. Um, <laughs> those are around. Um, I'll, I'll retweet those sometimes. There you go. Um, I'm just on Twitter at Brian Ligori, um, or at Matt Ligori. If you don't want me to be a Brian, that's fine. Um, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you saying? Um, uh, uh, not, uh, much else to plug right now, but, uh, very excited to, uh, to have us pop back in here talking to you, Brian Cohen on the wrap ups feed. So thanks for having us over here. Yeah, so if you're listening to Tom McCollum feed, we're just keep on listening. If you're listening to our feed, this will end, and you'll have the All Stars podcast to listen to. So we'll be back next week for episode 18, Ali and I. Until then, have a good one. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.